1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
2: Welcome to Ask the Expert North Texas here on News Radio 1080 KRLD. I'm David Rankin.
3: And I'm Kristen Diaz. We there are some science and health truths that we just we know to be factual. Uh, for example, like like smoking and consuming too much alcohol. That can damage your health. But Could being a homebody, somebody who doesn't really want to be around other people, isolating yourself, could that be just as dangerous? Uh, We have been hearing about the fact that lacking social connection is is as dangerous as smoking up to 15 cigarettes a day. Here to talk about that on today's Ask the Expert, we have Cooper Clinic's cardiologist, Dr. Nina Radford, joining us in the KRLD Zoom Room. Hey there, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. This seems like a really alarming stat. Could lacking social connection really be as dangerous as smoking up to 15 cigarettes a day?
4: Absolutely. You know, when we think about these risk factors, as you said, smoking, high blood pressure, diabetes, I think we're all familiar with those being risk factors for heart disease. But in fact, social isolation and loneliness can increase the risk of heart attacks, stroke, diabetes, dementia, and even premature death. So it has been something that has been, you know, sort of uh, in the minds of researchers now for more than a decade, but it's only recently that it really has become a public health focus to figure out, well, we've identified it as a risk, but gosh, how do you fix it? Uh, And that I think is a difficult question to answer.
2: Last year, the Surgeon General identified loneliness as an actual epidemic in this country, do you agree?
4: I do. And, you know, one thing that I think it's important to remember is this really predates the pandemic. I mean, I think a lot of us knew during the pandemic, we all, you know, hunkered down. We were at home. We didn't go out. Uh, that there was a lot of physical distancing. But really, this has been identified, oh, for more than a decade. In fact, in 2016, uh, in the UK, they recognized this as a big problem. They had a commission to study loneliness. And the prime minister at the time, Theresa uh, Teresa May, um, she actually created this position that they jokingly called the Minister of Loneliness because they wanted to address, even in 2016, a problem that really is global. There were two studies done in the US in 2018 And one of them identified that one out of three U.S. adults over the age of 45 really describe themselves as being fairly or very lonely. So it's been something really that has been brewing. Uh, And I think, again, as it becomes easier to communicate through texting and computers, uh, you really can sort of draw yourself into your shell and become very isolated. What is that?
3: threshold for isolation we say for example maybe um, someone my age uh, you know likes to really stay active maybe go hiking by themselves or they have a dog or something like that is does a pet uh, you know kind of help with that loneliness or would that you know person need to be constantly like in a group setting, for example, maybe going to church or having a group of girlfriends that they meet, you know, every Thursday for, you know, for wine night or something like that? I don't know. Just what is that threshold? What is the level that we should be, how much interaction should we be actually getting?
4: So that's a great question. So there's really sort of two pieces of the puzzle. The first is social isolation, and that's a very objective measure that says how connected to you, uh, how connected are you are to friends and families? And that's someone who may live alone. They may work remotely. They may be very content to sit at home uh, and and they're the person we're at their grocery store and they see someone they know, they duck down behind the broccoli so nobody sees them and they don't have to talk to them. You know, They wanna avoid those interactions. They may not feel sad about it, but it is still a risk for developing chronic diseases, because if you're that person and you are ill, uh, do you have someone who could drive you to the doctor? Do you have someone who's checking in on you? Do you have someone who's making sure that in the snowstorm that you're not freezing to death? So that's social isolation. So loneliness is a little bit different. It is much more subject, uh, subjective, and it is this sense of distress that you don't feel connected. You don't feel like you belong. You could be working in a a crowded environment. You could be a checkout person at a grocery store and you're constantly bombarded with people. You could be part of a large Facebook group, but you don't really feel like you matter to anyone, that you have a, a, a connection to someone who cares about you and you care about them. And so, you know, either of those things, you know, sometimes people will be isolated and they'll be delighted not to have to deal with the world. Um, and then some people will be surrounded by, by, you know, family and friends, but they don't really feel like that person, uh, you know, they have a belonging in either, you know, that community or at work or, you know, with a church group.
2: This has to be a a very large problem for seniors as well as spouses die or their friends are no longer around them, or they're in other places. How big of a problem is it for senior citizens?
4: Absolutely. So it's interesting that, you know, about 25% of senior citizens report being lonely, and also about 25% of young adults in their 20s. But the risk factors are different. For older adults, just like you said, if you are chronically disabled, you can't get around, maybe you really can't hear when people are talking to you. Uh, You can't pick up those conversations. Uh, Maybe you had your driver's license taken away uh, because it wasn't safe for you to drive anymore. And all of those things really create social isolation. On the other hand, for young people, it is having low income, uh, living in the boonies, maybe being new in town. You know, you just relocated. You're an immigrant. You don't have family around. Um, It is use of social media if you are a big user of social media you you are much more likely to develop social isolation or loneliness
1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
3: We know that loneliness can be a feeling, right? And I almost think of this as more of a mental health issue. But I wanna know what does it what is the chemical imbalance? What does it actually do to our heart uh, when we feel lonely? What, what are the mechanics there that are putting us at risk?
4: You know, there, there's, there's an impact kind of on a couple levels. So on a higher level, there is just health behaviors. If you uh, are isolated or alone, uh, you may not engage in physical activity. Uh, you may smoke. You may have very poor sleep hygiene. Uh, that you don't get good quality sleep, and those things we know contribute to heart disease, dementia, diabetes, Um, and then on a very cellular level, in fact, social isolation and loneliness increase our response to stress. If you measure uh, chemicals in the blood that have to do with inflammation, they're elevated in the setting of social isolation uh, and loneliness. And so it really is, you know, down to the biological, physiological level that those things affect our health. It's not just in your head, it is in your body for sure.
2: They say a body, a body motion stays in motion, a body at rest stays at rest. Is that the same thing with loneliness that this can be perpetual? that it just Um, builds upon itself
4: yeah that's a you know absolutely because it's sort of the less you do the less you do and you start to contract down people that you know and so when you think about gosh you know what am i going to do this weekend who do i need to know to call how do i reach out to people and you know if you haven't really been in that mode of interacting with different groups all of a sudden, you feel like you know, especially as an adult, to make adult friends. You know, it's hard. I think it's absolutely hard to put yourself out there, and so you really have to look to places where you you sort of have a, a, a mechanism, like a, a dance class at the gym, a, a, a social group at the church. Uh, volunteering in the community. Gosh, if you're, if you're a dog lover, go down to the SVCA, you know, those kinds of things where you can really generate some of these uh, social connections that you may have lost as you sort of pulled yourself into your shell.
3: Absolutely. Does this affect men or women more than the other?
4: You know, it affects both about equally. Uh, and, you know, you mentioned earlier, does having a pet help you having a spouse, you know, a, a partner? Um, and really, you know, it, it depends on the quality of those relationships, you know, if uh If, you know, you're in a situation where, you know, you're texting with your spouse who's in the other room and you basically communicate via emojis, uh, that may not be feel as connected as someone who you have shared interests. You know, you don't have to be joined at the hip, but basically if you have shared interest activities that you like to do, you know, that really is an issue for both men and both women.
2: Talk about the fact that it doesn't have to be a solo thing that if you know of someone that is feeling these pangs of loneliness, can you drag them to social situations and and get them out there to kind of force them into don't be so lonely?
4: Well, you know, I think some of it is people will feel very busy. Oh, I've got so much going on. You know, I'm, I just I collapse into bed at the end of the night. And now you're telling me go make friends as if I don't have enough to do. Um, and so, you know, it, it's a good idea if there are going to be things that you do anyway, you're going to have a meal. You're going to try to get some exercise. You're gonna walk the dog. Then is it something where that is a perfect time? You, you tell a friend, "Hey, let's meet," you know, at the salad bar, or let's bring our dogs to the dog park, and then we'll connect that way. Is that you can find ways to be social in the things that you have to do anyway? You got to make a grocery run. You're gonna go to Target. You're going to, you know, bring a friend uh, to, you know, what better. A way to spend some time together than, you know, actually crossing a few things off your chore list and making that connection.
2: Those, those things sounds like treatments. Is there a difference (laughs) between treatments and a cure? Is there a cure for loneliness?
4: Well, you know, it, uh, I would say one of the most important things is to identify that it's an issue to, you know, that you realize, gosh, you know, um, it's a beautiful Saturday. I would love to go out and uh, go hang out in a park, but, you know, do I go by myself and sit by the tree? And does that look weird? And, and how, you know, how, how, can I, how can I do this? And then you have to do things that are realistic. You know what? If you're not someone who's going to go into a crowded room and shake hands with a stranger, you know, don't set yourself up for that. On the other hand, if you're really drawn to uh, a community group or you're really drawn to a volunteer effort, then you're much likely, more likely to repeat that if it's something that you really enjoy. So, yes, you kind of sometimes have to make yourself get started, but try to pick things that will be positively reinforcing for you.
3: That is Dr. Nina Radford with the Cooper Clinic right here on the KRLD Afternoon News. Thank you so much for the time today. My pleasure.
5: (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too.